Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why more humans are growing an extra artery, why it might be a good thing if you have an emotional hangover, and the darker side of energy-efficient LED street lamps. Let's satisfy some curiosity. One big question we get on the show a lot is about whether humans are still evolving. The answer is yes. And today, I've got a perfect example of that happening. That is, more and more adult humans possess an extra artery that we didn't have before. The artery is called the median artery, and it tends to form while we're still in the womb. It runs down the center of our forearms to bring extra blood to our hands so they can get oxygen and nutrients while they're developing. But it doesn't last long. Like our baby fat and baby teeth, the median artery goes away pretty early in life. In fact, it typically disappears when we're only eight weeks old, leaving the radial and ulnar arteries on either side to do the heavy lifting of supplying blood to the hands. These arteries are with you for your entire life. At least, that's what used to happen. A recent study found that more and more humans are holding on to their baby artery into adulthood. In other words, it isn't going away anymore. Here's what I mean. Researchers have been watching how common this artery is since the 1880s. Back then, 90% of people would lose the median artery and 10% would maintain it throughout life. Recently, a team of anatomy researchers examined the limbs of 80 cadavers, all from people of European descent who died recently. They found that 30% of those adults still had their median artery roughly three times the rate from 100 years ago. Just in case their data might be skewed because of their small sample size, the researchers searched through the literature for more data. They found consistent reports throughout the last century indicating that more and more adults possess median arteries. Okay, but why are so many of us keeping this artery from infancy? Well, researchers don't have a great answer at the moment. The team involved in the study thinks it might have to do with mutations of genes involved in artery development or health problems during pregnancy. Potentially, the trait might be related to giving us more dexterous fingers, but it may also come with an increased risk of carpal tunnel syndrome, so that benefit is complicated. The point is, this trait is rapidly changing in humans for some reason. The researchers expect this trend to continue into the future. They predict that by 2100, the majority of adults will have a median artery. It's not exactly evolving wings, but it's something. Usually we think of emotional hangovers as a bad thing. You get in a fight with a friend or receive a piece of bad news. Days later, you're still feeling down in the dumps. But according to neuroscientists, emotional leftovers can also be a good thing. The effects of an emotional experience can sharpen your memory even for things unrelated to that experience. In a study, researchers from New York University had one group of volunteers look at a series of emotional images and a second group look at non-emotional neutral images while their brains were scanned via fMRI and their skin conductance was measured. Around 10 to 30 minutes after the first viewing, the groups were switched Participants in the first group viewed non-emotional images, and those from the second group looked at the emotional ones. Six hours later, both groups took a memory test to see how well they could recall the images. 
Results showed that the group who viewed the emotional images first could better remember the images they saw second compared to people who saw the non-emotional images first. This suggested that strong emotions may have affected the way participants remembered later events. The fMRI scans seemed to support this. The regions of the brain that were active in response to the emotional images were still active up to 30 minutes later when the participants saw the second set of neutral images. Essentially, the brain seemed to be charged by emotional experiences, and that sets the stage for future memories to form more vividly. If you've ever had an intensely emotional experience, you're probably familiar with this phenomenon. It's the way you don't just remember the car wreck, you also vividly remember the color of the pen you used to exchange insurance information. You don't just remember winning the volleyball championship, you remember the taste of the sports drink you had right after. The question is, could you use emotional experiences to your advantage? Say, watch a dramatic movie before studying for a test? Well, there's only one way to find out. That's by trying it. <laughs> Got it. Sometimes, attempts to fix one problem end up making another problem worse. And that's exactly what's happening when it comes to efforts to be more energy efficient. Cities are installing LED street lamps that use less energy. But it turns out that they also damage insect populations. Luckily, there may be an easy fix. There's no getting around it. Fossil fuels are bad for the planet, and they're largely what drive the electricity that powers our streetlights. So, like I said, many cities have started swapping out old sodium street lamps with more energy-efficient LEDs, which have the added bonus of emitting a pleasing white light instead of the yellow glare of their predecessors. But this swap ignores another ongoing threat to the planet, light pollution. As more and more cities electrified around the turn of the last century, the planet got brighter. That brightness has its obvious benefits, but it also has costs. For one, electric lighting has completely changed human sleep cycles, and we might not be better off for it. And those effects extend to wildlife, too. Just as our lamps and screens keep us awake at night, nighttime lighting changes the way wildlife species sleep, hunt, mate, and hide from predators. So it may not be a coincidence that insect populations are in decline right as nighttime lighting is on the rise. A recent study in the UK confirmed this connection. At 26 different sites, scientists counted the number of caterpillars in bushes under different lighting. There were fewer caterpillars in LED-illuminated bushes than in those illuminated by traditional sodium bulbs or left dark. And it wasn't by a little bit, either. The LED-illuminated bushes had roughly 50% fewer insects than the unlit ones. This is a huge problem because drops in insect populations can have ripple effects for the rest of the ecosystem. As insect populations drop, so will the number of birds and amphibians that rely on these insects as a food source. So, an effort to be more environmentally friendly might not be panning out the way we hoped. But it's not all bad news. LEDs do have one thing over their traditional lighting competitors. It's a lot easier to adjust their brightness and color. Energy efficiency is a worthwhile goal, but finding an ecologically beneficial brightness level for our LED streetlights would benefit us all. For a brighter future, maybe we should dim the lights a little. 
Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up, starting with the fact that more and more humans are reaching adulthood with an extra artery that adult humans of the past didn't have. That's the median artery, and it usually just helps out with hand development in the womb and goes away when we're about two months old. But the number of adults who have hung on to this artery has tripled since the 1800s, and scientists predict that by 2100, most adults will have it. This is a perfect example of how humans are still evolving. Finally, a perfect example. <laughs> Why did it take us so long to find it, Ashley? No, we've got we've got examples. We've talked about examples before. But this is a perfect example. <laughs> well, it's one that anyone can have instead of people who live in the very tallest mountains or who spend a lot of their time swimming. That's why it's the perfect example. <laughs> You're right. You're right, Cody. We should have perfect examples more often. Let's make that <laughs> a goal for 2022. <laughs> all right. All right. And we learned that an emotional event could sharpen your memory. Studies have found that not only do emotional memories stick better in your mind, but that memory superpower extends to non-emotional information you encounter after the emotional event. Whether that means watching a horror movie before studying will help you pass a test is anyone's guess. But I'd say it'd be a fun experiment to do. If you don't hate horror movies. I do hate horror movies, but <laughs> I mean, that's a strong emotion, right? Hatred of the movie. Hiding under a pillow the whole time. Oh, man, it's, the, it's that time of year where we say things off the cuff on the show and horror movie fans send us lots of emails telling us about horror movies we should watch. Oh, yeah. We got a really long one last year. I don't remember any of the tips. I was like, I'll take those tips under consideration. I didn't. I didn't watch any of the stuff you told me to. I'm so sorry, whoever you were. There are many exceptionally good horror movies. And as a genre, horror is actually able to do a lot of things that other films can't. Like it experiments more. There are many conventions that are broken on a very regular basis and new things that are tried out in ways that like you don't really necessarily see in action movies. They might like, you know, an action film might subvert a trope or something, but horror movies get really experimental really quickly. Um, so there's a lot to say about horror movies. We could do whole episodes on it, but it's just not a passion of mine and Ashley's. But I've seen some with friends that I've enjoyed quite a bit intellectually. Same. Yeah, yeah. me too. The last horror film I saw last year was actually called Theater of Blood. It's a 1973 British horror comedy starring Vincent Price. And you know the movie Seven? Yeah, I liked that movie. Right, how's about like the Seven Deadly Sins? Picture that, but instead of the Seven Deadly Sins, there are murders based on Shakespearean plays. And it's so campy and it's so self-aware and so dramatic. It's exceptional. My wife and I wanted, I think we might watch it again this year. I don't know. It's great. Well, I just have one question about that movie. Does Vincent Price say... What's in the box? <laughs> no, but that would be amazing. Oh, boy. It's also not scary at all, by the way. So oh, okay. if you're in a horror, well, that helps. horror type of mood. Happy early Halloween, everyone. We also learned that our city's attempts to be more energy efficient may be hurting the ecosystem. A study found that LED streetlights are leading to lower insect populations. That has ripple effects for the whole ecosystem, since fewer insects means less food for birds and amphibians. The good news is that LEDs are really easy to adjust, so it should be simple enough to find the right brightness and hue to keep insects healthy. 
And to keep stargazers happy. I mean, nobody likes light pollution. You can't see the night sky. Light pollution is brutal. I should add, though, that while LEDs are really easy to adjust, finding the right brightness may be difficult, considering that I can barely find the right brightness and hue to put on my TV settings when I'm watching movies or playing video games. Right. It's always about you, Cody. It is. Always about you. It is. Yeah. And I think I hope that's the takeaway from (laughs) this and every episode. (laughs) Today's writers were Cameron Duke and Sam Suarez. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Boo! Ha ha ha, I scared you. Now you remember this episode better and everything that comes after, including when you join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.